0: Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions, and in this cast we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Usid, your host and the creator of the game. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Alright, hey champions, here we are again. Uh, And I know I start all my podcasts by saying, alright, it's just a thing I do, Uh, deal with it. Uh, this cast we're talking about Rain, so you got me and Lionel again. Hey, yes. Uh, and we're going to be going into her backstory. We realized we didn't really have a lot of time in any of our casts to talk about how we created the champion, and we'll talk about that in another cast, anyways. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> and uh, so, but what we did in the previous cast that we liked was talking about if you're playing against the, uh, this champion, what's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try including that at the end here too. So let's talk about Rain and her story arc. So, Rain's story arc is kind of interesting. Um, She is the last of her kind. Uh, When the war happened, as we talked about in the Kendra storyline, the war happened between the elves and the demons. Uh, The elves killed all the demons, uh, except for Rain. When the war started, Rain decided to hide and run away. Uh, so she hid herself away during the entire war and Emerged afterwards to find that her entire race had been decimated uh, and Realizing uh, like she never wanted to see this happen again And there was this brand new fledgling race that was coming into existence the humans um, Because during the time of the war more humans were birthed Kendra wasn't the last uh, and She was just the first uh, so more humans were coming out and they had no guide, guidance and no guardianship. Uh, the elves had run away and abandoned the humans altogether. Uh, Rain has no idea why and Rain is the last demon she knows. So instead of uh, letting another race die, she decides to become the unseen protector of the humans. Uh, she watches them go through their journey, uh, settling in Vishud, creating camps. And if they're ever under attack, she tries to prevent those attacks from happening beforehand. Uh, she watches as the clan separate and some of them start moving out towards the east and settle where Vahis is now. Uh, she watches all this happen and then eventually the worst thing ever imagined happens and Nubia opens the book. And K- Rain is the only person who truly knows the devastating impact of these five uh, five ancient creatures released onto the world. So uh, doing what she can she wants to protect Kendra because she knows Kendra is key. So she takes Kendra with her back to her hometown, the city of Sahas and uh, protects her. But what she also does is she finds other like-minded people, people in Vahis or people in Vishud who are who don't want the war, who don't want to live in a world where uh the aggression is the only thing that's important to them people who are more mentally driven who are more scholars and brings them to the city of sahas Uh, so the city of sahas is this beautiful city which is just littered with books ancient texts from the demons that tell them everything from science to math to literature poetry art Um, and these people are encouraged to read as much as they can to be the next generation of scholars who catalog the entire world and its existence to carry on where the demons left off Uh, a lot of the text is still bounded because uh, rain's the only one who knows how to read and write the demonic language Uh, but she works as a protector Uh, and because of this when she finally takes kendra with her and starts recruiting other people with her uh, this is when the first for the first time humans are aware of her presence and the king puts a bounty on her head, uh, so Raha is continuously tasked to try to bring rain in and finish mm-hmm. rain off. And if you haven't read it yet, I put up a small little short story of the two of them confronted in uh, in the city of Sahas. It's on the website, so you can check that out under articles. Um, cool. But and that's Rain's story. She is trying to be the protector. She's trying to keep the humans from uh, killing themselves. She's trying to stop the entire uh, matchup mm-hmm. so she is um i think she's even quoted quoted on giant scorpion uh the quote she has mm-hmm. it's just a little story of like a bunch of soldiers raha's own soldiers are left camp to go do a mission like to go attack uh vision mm-hmm. and part way through they're attacked by a scorpion and rain actually comes in and protects these soldiers so even though Raha and the entire kingdom is out to kill Rain, Rain doesn't care. She's still trying to protect the humans, so she will save all humans from giant scorpions from anything like that. That's interesting um,
1: because, like, it's a different take. Um, because a lot of this is like I, I knew the story, but it's really resonating now. But I wouldn't think of her more of a of a dark figure, more no, yeah. than uh, protect less than a protector. Yeah. So that's really cool.
0: A little bit more Batman-like, yeah. uh, the shadowy protector. Uh, she's there to yeah. defend the humans, to yeah. keep them alive. Uh, cool. So, and her whole thing is it's that constant loss. It's that feeling of she she should have been in the war. And she holds that, holds that survivor's guilt onto herself. Uh, demons live an exceptionally long life. So she's had to go now thousands of years without her own kind and watching these humans go on. Uh, so, she's she's just constantly harboring that sadness of the, the loss of her family. Um, so, that's Rain's story, uh, and the now let's talk about how she got her conduit. That's kind of interesting, too. So, when she appears uh, after Nubia and um, Kendra had their fight, and Nubia's in the Aether, uh, Kendra is... Kind of cradling herself, driven insane. Um, Rain ends up touching the book of the dam, and the essence of the five ancient creatures end up embodying her power, her body a little bit, um, and give her some exceptional abilities. Uh, but what happens later on? So she uses this to take Kendra and to run to Sahas, um, and she's constantly being tugged between what she's hearing, uh, and what she's seeing, and what's going on in her head because of this additional power that she got infused uh, through the book. Uh, and then at one point, Raha comes to conf- uh, confront her at her city. And before the confrontation starts, Raha realizes she needs additional power. Raha, I mean, Rain realizes she needs additional power because Raha is imbued with the demon arm. She is a full-fledged champion, uh, and Rain is not strong enough to take on a champion. So she turns to Kendra and asks Kendra to cast something on her to make her stronger. And Kendra doesn't really know what to do and ends up reading a spell out of the book. And that book, that spell ends up taking that essence that was infused into rain and making a full fledged spirit that now uh, haunt her. And that's why if you look at her art, there are five little heads that circle around her and each one of them have different colored eyes. To associate to the five ancient ones and the five colors they represent so if you ever get a chance to see the full art of rain uh take a look at that that's all in there mm, um awesome. but yeah it's really the ancient ones uh, their essence is imbued into rain and that's her conduit that's what gives her the ability to walk through shadows okay. um but yeah let's talk about playstyles now uh so i've played with her a lot you've played against her a yeah. lot Uh, She's
1: not really my champion, I can't wrap my head around
0: her. So uh, I'll start talking about how I play with her and you can talk about how you would fight against her. So playing with her, um, your biggest disadvantage is the low health. Um, So if you're playing against most champions, then staying passive, staying in the back for as long as possible is really key. Uh, Deal with things as they come, but use as little resources as possible. Uh, your opponent is always going to be scared because at any moment you could teleport right beside them and just start hitting them for a lot so they're going to find ways to either force you to do that earlier or they're going to find ways to try to knock you out as soon as possible uh, trying to use as little resources for as long as possible is your key because you don't have a lot of health you don't have a lot of aura uh, you really don't have a lot going for you except for the living shadows ability mm-hmm. So key cards for her uh, Demons Rage Tsunami to make sure you deal with things when you get surrounded uh, Vampire Kiss to put your health back up um, And then side Swipes to combo off the fact that her awareness is a little bit more extended mm-hmm. um, I do not recommend running Underworld Knowledge but I do recommend running Underworld Dealings because every now and then you just need that one more card and Underworld Dealings is really great for that. Um, and Cognitive Restrictions are pretty solid too uh, just because you can be where you want to be. But run her like a ninja. Would
1: you, hmm? Sorry, would you run uh, Pressure Points with her?
0: Uh, I run them just because they're a very solid 3 t but mm. I run Mind Readings with her a lot. Mm. Uh, mind Readings are exceptionally good because then you can get, when you do end up getting beside them, you know what they have in mm. hand and you can predict it. Um, smoke Bombs and Corona Walkers are essential. Yeah, um, I think Smoke yeah.
1: Bombs are essential for any... Most champions, champion. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. The biggest thing I would recommend, unless you're playing against Idris, Idris is an exception to it because she can hit you from wherever you are. So, against Idris, you need to come in, hit hard, hit fast, but also save some of your reserves. So. Uh, If you can come in and be like, okay, I'm gonna living shadows right beside you, sideswipe you and hit you for three. That's five off the bat. That scares your opponent to start making some mistakes, and then once they start dropping things like giant scorpions, hounds, and stuff like that, then that's when you hold back and use things like Mm -hmm. tsunami and demons rage to knock those things out.
1: That's cool. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Again, she's not really the. I can't wrap my mind around how to play with her, but um, playing against her. I think one of the biggest things for me is stopping, like, because she has the smallest amount of health, take advantage of that. Um, so, stop her from using things like um, Vampiric Kiss. So, my favorite champion, again, I talked about before in other casts, is Fong. So, one of the nice things uh, for her is shoulder throws and rampage tops. So, if you can respond t- um, to the Vampire kiss just toss them around the board, so like mm-hmm. she can't actually kiss you or dodging them, that kind of thing. Um, and it just put a lot of pressure on her because yeah. of that. To, like again, taking advantage of low health. That's generally how I play against her. Yeah, them.
0: and this goes back to my recommendation: to the best of your ability, do not use Vampire Kiss against champions. Yes. <laughs> champions always have ways out of things. Yeah, um, use it against summons if you really need the health. Yeah. Because even if you Vampire Kiss against a hunting hound. You still gain three health.
1: Yeah, so does the three damage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And one of the fun things to do, uh, one of the funnest things for me is against kiss If uh, I've had, there's so many scenarios where I've attacked my own summon in order to kill them, so that they don't gain the life from kiss yeah. So the a lot of there is mutability that way, and you can try to respond and like find these clever little things to. Again, avoid them for her from getting health because she's really dangerous if she has health. Yeah, more health, more than eighteen health. Yeah,
0: because if you're able to come in first turn, just say you're playing against Idris and you vampiric is them and hit them for three, they've lost six, so they're down to nineteen. You've mm-hmm. gained three, so you're now up to twenty-one. So you have the health advantage against Idris, and that's very powerful to have.
1: Yeah, it just I've I've seen a lot of games where rains come in and like just right off the bat attack you, or and then it doesn't usually work out from my experiences Mm -hmm. so just be very very careful of when you go in because that is a lot of card loss yeah for for sure I
0: I think that's good for this cast um and yeah that's it for this week we'll see you next week where we'll I think we'll do actually one big cast for both Fong and Long because you can't talk about one story without talking about the other one's story. Mm. Uh, so we'll do that in the next cast. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's everything for this week's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topic ideas for future casts, make sure you let us know by emailing us
1: at us at hauntedcastlegaming.com Bye for now.